Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. It is Tuesday, January 17th, and I hope you've just had a great week, leaned into some prayer life. Um, In our last episode, we really talked about igniting faith through prayer. So I hope you were able to lean in and just press into what God has in store for you. Hopefully last episode really gave you some insight as to how a prayer life can begin to shift your mentality and your walk with God. And you can see how God is moving and doing through you and those around you in a very supernatural way. And last week, I also discussed about how, yes, we don't get everything we want when we want it just because we ask God for it, but something shifts when we do start to believe that God can show up and do something miraculous for us. So that does mean we actually have to believe that he can do these things. I know that you may all be on a different walk and journey, and that's okay. But to believe that he's miraculous does take faith, right? And believing takes doing some things and accepting some things that are not seen. And so today's episode is really talking about how we begin that faith walk with Jesus and how we begin to believe and begin that process of taking that next step of faith. It is different for every single one of us. And there is no wrong way, right way. Um, It's just a journey. And we all get to decide whether or not we want to receive that journey. And it is a precious one. And for you to unwrap as you desire. So today I wanted to dive into that idea and concept of having doubt and disbelief in this process. We all have our doubts and disbelief um, and that's okay God's not going to dismiss you or be dismayed by that right um, even the disciples themselves had to struggle with the idea of believing that God sent his only son Jesus in a in the form of man to humanize himself and to experience death as a human And that that was an ultimate sacrifice that the God we believe in did for us and for our benefit and for the redemption of humanity. That we can rest and have faith that our God is working on our behalf regardless of how we behave as a society and as individuals because we are all falling short of the glory of God, right? We are not 
gods and we are all just a little messed up in our in our life and that's okay that we have sin in us and that we have our own walk and path so today i wanted to give an example of a disciple who really had some doubt and how that looked like in in the time of jesus walking alongside his disciples and how he was able to be the prime example and role model as to what it looks like to take a step in faith um, and how God just coached some of his disciples along the way. And so today, the verse and chapter that we're going to take a look at is in Matthew 14. And this is when Jesus and Peter walks on the water. So today we'll be talking about that story. And this story is right before or right after Jesus fed the 5,000. And I, I believe I've, I've talked about this story in one of my episodes before. But the story is about Jesus just feeding 5,000 people, which actually was more because that didn't count the women and children, with just two fish and five loaves of bread. And that in itself is a huge miracle that God had just shown himself to be capable of in front of the disciples. So the disciples had just seen and witnessed this miracle of feeding people with what seemed like a miserable amount of food for 5,000 people. And after this, Jesus goes off to pray and sends the disciples off on a boat. And this is where that story in Matthew 14 verses 22 through 32 really begins. And this is what is stated. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him into the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffet from the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink, crying out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. And so friends, I just wanted to read out this passage because I think it is so important to take a look at what is happening. Line by line, we can kind of dissect a little bit about what Jesus already knew was going to happen, right? He went out into the mountain after feeding 5,000 people and took the time to pray and and give himself that moment of of gratitude and grace and worship to God. So on that note alone, we can talk about why prayer is so important and coming to God um, 
in our times of despair and in our times of abundance when he provides and gives us everything above and beyond what we can imagine. And that Jesus let the disciples go onto the water and as God, he knew all that was going to happen and he allowed them to get far enough out of his sight, right? And that can we can even say that God lets us do that and lets us do that in our own life like when we walk far from him and we and we can no longer have physical eyes on him, so to speak, that he already knows that we can drift away and that we can get caught up in a storm, as did the disciples, and that we can start to plead for him, right? And we're like, God, can you come help me, please? Like, what are we doing out here in in the wind, in the storm? And so God waited till dawn, right, to come out to to the disciples he could have came sooner but he waited and and walked on water to show himself to so he showed himself to the disciples in a very miraculous way to walk on water and that the first thing that the disciples thought they saw was a ghost right and that there was this fear um about oh my goodness there's a ghost walking towards us but that Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. And so again, there's this notion of God showing up in our lives in big miraculous ways. And sometimes even then we can still doubt that it's him because it's this big sign. And even though we ask for those big signs, it could be hard to take in, right? For Peter, as an example, said, well, if it's you, like, make me walk on water as well. And I think that that just speaks to the nature of humanity and how we often desire to be shown sign after sign, like, God, if it's you, then I will. God, if it's you, please show me. (laughs) God, if it's you, yeah, I will do the thing I said I'm going to do. Right? And so I just love this passage because Jesus is like, come, and, and Peter goes on the water and he walked on water. So he also partook in this miraculous event that was taking place in front of the disciples' eyes. And he walks, but as soon as he sees the wind, he becomes afraid and he begins to, to sink, right? And that just shows uh, the humanity in us as well, right? Like we can walk in this boldness and in this strength and in this courage, like, wow, God, you just showed me. I'm I'm gonna take now my step of faith and I'm gonna walk on water too and I'm gonna go do that because you, I see you and, and I wanna take hold of what you have for me. And then boom, immediately fear sinks in and he's like, oh no. <laughs> and But he cries out, Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately reached out and caught him by the hand, right? Um, it sounds like he may be scold- scolding him a little bit there, like you have little faith. Why did you? But I believe it's more of a question, like why are you doubting me yet again? Did I not just show you how I fed the 5,000? Now I'm walking on water. I allowed you to walk on water and still you doubt, right? The minute the wind came, Peter, you fell. But it shows God's grace in saying, but I am here and I still love you regardless of your doubt. And so friend, I hope that that's an encouragement for you that no matter where you're at and in your walk, and if you've walked with God before and you've had this just stride of confidence and, and there was no bring you down, but there's been some 
maybe some winds and some waves in your own life that have been crashing down so hard that you're really like, hey God, where are you and why have you let me sink through the water, right? Um, I hope that the encouragement here is that you hear him saying like, why do you doubt? I'm still here, right? That he is still with you regardless of the waves and the wind that may be surrounding you. And again, to circle back to then they all, Jesus and Peter get back on the boat and the disciples then say, truly, you are the son of God. So amiga, I bring up the story because the disciples saw the actual miracles of Jesus with their both eyes or with their two eyes and and experienced it day in and day out and yet still there were moments where like oh yeah you are the son of god like this is amazing and out of our own expectation of what you can do right and that's what god is he's so big and so grand that he always is working in a way that we can't truly understand and that where they say and they that's when they you know they say they worship him and then they they had fear for god right and i've talked about having a fear of god meaning it's a reverence for all that is seen and unseen in the works of god he works the miraculous so our our human comprehension of what he is capable of is minuscule or just you know a tiny bit of understanding of what he actually is capable of so friend as just another reminder and encouragement, you may be like Peter and be doubting, but Peter still took a step of faith and he did walk on that water with Jesus, even if it were momentarily. But it's during those moments where we get to experience God's grace, God's goodness, and God's faithfulness in it all. In your own faith, in your own doubt, wherever you may be, God is ready to take that next step with you. And now, I'm by no means saying what is go step on water, right? That you should go do the same thing as Peter. What I'm saying is what is the next step of faith that you could be taking in your own life, figuratively speaking? What is your step on water look like where you're, you've been asking God to show up in your life and then it's your responsibility to take that next step? what is next for you is much different than it is, than what is next for me or for that person next to you. Jesus wants us to be in open communication with him so that he can tell us what our next step is, but he can't do that if we don't actually believe that he is actively working on our behalf and willing to make mountains move for us, right? What are the metaphoric mountains in your life that feel like you're never going to get over. So friend, I ask you to just, again, bring this back to the Lord, be in communication with him and ask him, God, what is the next step I could be taking? And for you, it might be going after a promotion at work that God wants to open that door for you, but you have to walk through it. You also have to do the preparation work to get there, right? Like God can work miracles and maybe it seems like a, a promotion that is just so out of reach and unaccept, um, unaccessible because of seniority and whatever might be an obstacle, but that you've worked consistently day in and day out for the company that you work for and that God can open up that door, but you have to walk through it and be able to accept that. It might be 
being vulnerable in a new relationship that you actually have to open up so that that relationship can flourish and have deeper connection that God wants to walk with you in that as well, right? Maybe you've had past relationships that have really hurt you and just damage your areas of trust with men and God's saying, hey, I want to help you heal from that, but you have to be willing to take that step of vulnerability with this next person. Or it might be getting into counseling and to therapy and to finally addressing some of those underlying issues, trauma, pain from your past that you've been too avoidant for way too many years. And God's saying, hey, I want to help you in that healing, but I also need you to make a phone call and, and get into that room and, and be under healthy counsel so that you can see the promise of that healing right? Sometimes it's miraculous. It's on the spot, like I've said before, but sometimes God's saying, I need to walk you through some steps. Are you willing to trust me? Are you willing to take that next step of faith into the water and saying, hey, there's this whole journey I need to take you on so that you can get there? Or maybe it's about actually committing to waking up early so that you can spend time with the Lord in the mornings, go on a workout, Feed yourself nutritious food throughout the day. Commit to a workout schedule that actually works for you and actually keep yourself accountable to some of the health goals that you've been asking God, like, God, can you help me reach these goals? But you're the one who has to take the responsibility of due diligence and staying disciplined, right? God can do the miraculous and maybe heal something in you supernaturally, but you're the one who has to take some active steps in the in the direction of faith, in the direction of God to say, hey, I'm positioning myself in the direction that God wants me to. And in that, I get to see the fruits and the blessings and the favor that comes with that. But you have to be willing to step out into the water and say, hey, God, I'm ready for you to move. Give me my next step. Friend, the list is endless, but the direction is in the moving. If you're not moving, you're not growing. We have to take active steps in our faith to grow. And every step, no matter how large or small, is a huge sign of your faith in in your relationship with God. So even baby steps, God sees that, God honors that, and he wants to reward you for that. And every step of my life and every step of faith I've taken, when I've brought in God on that journey, I've seen favor and return on that. And it just can bring me to tears every time I come into a a space of worship with God because There's been so many times where I don't feel like I've deserved his goodness and his grace. And yet no matter where I've been, what I've done, and how far I've been from God before, he has shown up in my life and directed me and redirected me when I was really falling astray. And yet he's like, daughter, why do you have so little faith, right? And, and that's what's been encouraging, that even in the, in the times 
of my disbelief and little faith, God has shown up and lifted me and placed me in a position to take the next step of faith, of healing, and of growing. And that's what I really hope that you gather from today's episode. I am just so honored that I get to share a little bit about my life as I walk through this journey of podcasting and also coaching. So friend, if this is speaking to you on any level, I want to hear from you. I want you to be part of my 21 day accountability coaching program. So please message me, email me at amigarise at gmail.com or direct message me on social media. It's going to be an amazing four weeks of just digging in and setting yourself up for some change in your habits and, and dream mapping for the rest of the year. So what is it that you want to accomplish in 21 days? What is one specific, measurable, attainable goal that you can reach in 21 days? And and be aware of some blind spots and some challenges that may come your way. And have an accountability partner like myself to check in provide you with some weekly encouragement and reflections and you get that one-on-one support with from me four weeks four sessions for 45 minutes and we get to just dream out what that's going to be about be strategic about the steps you're going to take bring in the lord if you're ready to and just see what god wants to do in those four weeks and so i'm just really excited for this and and ready to see what God wants to show us. So friend, if you're ready for that investment, you know where to find me and you know where to refer people if you think that this program is for someone else. So thank you again for bringing me along and I'm excited for the next few episodes until February 7th when the coaching program launches. So until then, hasta luego amiga. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.